Now, who's got an advent calendar in their home? Anyone got an advent calendar? Hands up. Adults, you can put your hand up as well. Sandra, lovely. Now, I imagine you've opened 24 windows already. You should have done. If you haven't, you're behind and you need to catch up. And I hope that tomorrow morning, when you open the 25th window, you'll find behind that window not a picture of a stocking spilling over with presents or Santa on his sleigh or even Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But I hope you see a picture of baby Jesus, because that takes us right to the heart of Christmas. And as the angels remind us in Luke chapter 2, the birth of Jesus, the arrival of this baby in the world is good news of great joy for all people. We're going to pray as we begin, then we're going to sing together about that great joy that Jesus brings at Christmas. So let's pray as we begin. Father, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for the arrival of your son, Jesus, in this world. Thank you for the joy that he brings and the joy that he offers. And as we sing this evening, as we sing these carols, as we listen to what is said, as we speak together, we pray, Lord, that each of us this evening would know that joy for ourselves and our own hearts. And we pray it for Jesus' sake. Amen. Now, I wonder if I was to ask you to describe Christmas in three words. I wonder what words you would use. I sent a text out to some of my old friends last week asking that question. Here's some of the answers that they came back with. Not working, Kathy. Could you flick on? So Christmas in three words, this is what they said. Friends and family was a fairly common one. Full on fun was another love, celebration, togetherness. Jesus is born and then From one of my friends who I think hasn't got a great deal of time off over Christmas, he said too much admin. Now maybe you're sat there and you relate to some of those things, if not all of them. But I want to give you three different words this evening, which aren't actually words but are names that were given to Jesus. Three names of Jesus that take us right to the heart of Christmas, that help us understand what Christmas is all about. You see, naming a child... If you've been there as a parent, it's a really big deal, right? Apparently, in a nine-month pregnancy, the average time spent talking about or thinking about potential baby names is 14 hours. See, it matters what you name your baby. Nowadays, I think it matters because we just want to pick a cool name that won't get out of date in 10 years' time. But in Jesus' day, it mattered even more because Bible names are loaded with meaning. And it's no different with Jesus. These three names that are given to Jesus in the Bible are loaded with meaning. They help us understand something incredibly important about who Jesus is and what he came into this world to do. But before we think about those three names Together, Lilia Manga is going to come up and give us our first reading and listen out as she does for some of those names. Thanks, Lilia. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 14. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. He will find a 
You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those who whom his favour rests. Okay, challenge time then as we begin to think about our first name that Jesus was given. Around this room, this is a challenge by the way if you're 11 years old or younger. There are around this room and indeed out in the foyer, nothing upstairs, just this room in the foyer, seven presents, okay, that have been hidden. In a moment when the clock starts, if you're 11 and under, you've got two minutes to find those seven presents and on each present is a letter, okay. You've got to bring them to the front here and line them up in a row to spell a word, which is the first name that Jesus is given that we're going to be thinking about in a moment. If you're more than 11, older than 11, you can help out by pointing, okay? But you can't get uh, physically active. And if you do accomplish this within two minutes, then there may be a little treat again for you on the way out. Happy with the rules? No running, okay? It's a no running game. When the clock starts, you are allowed to move. seat well done I think we're 24 seconds left on the clock can everyone see the word should we say the word together this is a name that Jesus was given around his birth what's the name let's say it together Jesus the Jesus the Messiah it's a name that we've uh, heard already in the reading you'll see it come up again on the screen hopefully we can flick that on Luke chapter 2 Verse 11, this is what we read. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah. Jesus is the Messiah. And the Messiah simply means the promised king. You see, centuries before Jesus was born as a little baby into this world, God promised this world a king. And he promised a king like no other. A king that would set up an eternal kingdom, a kingdom of joy and of peace, of, of life and of love, and a kingdom that would last forever. But what would this king be like? How would this king arrive into 
his world. Well, have a look at the next verse, verse 12, because this is how the king will arrive. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Is that how you'd expect a king to make his entrance into this world? Born on the streets, laid down for his first night in an animal feeding trough? I doubt it. Most people would expect a king to be born in a palace, wouldn't they? Or in a private hospital with all the, the medical care and attention and support that was needed, but not this king. King Jesus was born into poverty. King Jesus was born into the mess of everyday life. You see, I don't think that the, the classic nativity scene that you can see there on the screen does justice to the true biblical portrait of what happened that night. A nice quiet night, a, a clean stable, all perfectly ordered and, and, and well laid out. No, Jesus was born into a noisy, messy, broken, chaotic world. And his bed was not a nice clean cot, but a dirty animal feeding trough. He was laid to rest in a manger. It is a sign right from the beginning of what sort of king Jesus would be. A king who left heaven. A king who was born into the mess and the muck of this world to save us from that mess. And that's what we're going to sing about in our next song together. From the squalor of a borrowed stable, from the mess, from the chaos of a borrowed stable, by the spirit and a virgin's faith, to the anguish and the shame of scandal, came the saviour of the human race, our Messiah, the promised king. First then, Jesus is the Messiah, he's the promised king. Um, and as we think about our, our second name, Timo is going to come and give us our second reading from Matthew chapter 1. Again, listen out for the names. This reading is found from Matthew chapter 1, 18 to 23. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus, because he will save this people, his people from their sins. All of this took place to, to fulfill the Lord had to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Lovely, Timo. Thank you very much. Did you hear the second name there? There was a couple, actually, in the reading. The second name right at the end of verse 23. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, just for a moment, stop and try and get your head around that reality. Emmanuel, God himself with us. The God who created the entire world. The God who holds the cosmos in the palm of his hand. The God who set the mighty mountains 
in their place, the God who filled the the seas and the rivers and, and the skies and the land with life and diversity, and the God who made you and me, people, every one of us unique and different, but made in the image of God. That God left heaven and came into this world born as a little baby on that first Christmas. The eternal God became a human being. The infinite became finite. The extraordinary became ordinary. You see, Christmas isn't just about a birth. It's about a coming. It is about the coming of God himself into this world. Some of you may remember the Christmas Eve message in 1968 when astronauts Frank Baum and James Lovell and William Anders emerged from behind the moon in their Apollo 8 aircraft. And as they gave their Christmas Eve message, on the back of seeing just a a small glimpse of God's created universe, the world below listened into this message. And you know how they began their Christmas Eve message? With the first words of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens, and the earth. That's where Emmanuel leads us. The one who made the moon. The one who shaped the planets. The one who threw the stars into space was born under the very stars that he had made. Now that in itself is truly stunning. But when in a moment we come to think about what that God came to do, why that God came from heaven to earth, then it's truly breathtaking. And that's what we're going to think about in a moment when we come to our third name. But before we do that, we're going to sing again. And the song we're going to sing, it's a song that actually finishes in a prayer. Listen to these words. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, God with us, our Lord Emmanuel. So we're going to stand to sing And after we've done that, Eliza and Lydia are going to come and pray for us. So let's stand together. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for Christmas and for what an amazing time it is and for all the joy it brings us. Thank you also for sending your son into this sinful, broken world to redeem us. Lord, help us to focus our hearts on the true meaning of Christmas this year. Fill us with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, and the determinations of the Magi. Thank you, Lord. We're sorry that we can sometimes take your wonderful gifts for granted and for forgetting the best gift of all, Jesus. Help us to remember what Christmas is all about and to be thankful for what we already have. You are such a great God, and thank you for coming into our sinful world in a humble way. Fill us with joy this Christmas. Whilst Christmas can be a happy time, we pray for those who find it a difficult time of the year. Give them peace and reassurance this Christmas. We want to lift up people who will spend Christmas Day alone or will have nowhere to live. Show them your abounding love and everlasting joy. Thank you for what an amazing opportunity Christmas time is to tell others about you. Fill us with your Holy Spirit this Christmas, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings you have generously given us this past year. Help us to focus on all the good things you provide and not to worry about the future or what it might bring. Let this Christmas be a good time to tell people about Jesus. Let us not get distracted by all the busyness of Christmas and to keep our focus on you. 
As we see all the twinkling lights, let it be a reminder of you being the light in our dark world. Give people hope who live in the darkness and a desire to find you. Amen. Thanks very much, Lies and Lids. So we thought about two names then already. Jesus, the Messiah, he's the promised king. And we thought about Jesus, our Emmanuel, God with us. Lastly, we come to probably the most familiar name for Jesus, which is, which is Jesus, which is Jesus. Matthew 1, verse 21, Mary will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's what the name Jesus means. God saves one who saves. And that's exactly why Jesus came into this world. He didn't come as a comedian to make us laugh. He didn't come as a teacher to make us clever. He didn't come as a doctor to make us better. He didn't come as a politician to sort out our broken society. He came to be our savior. He came to save us from our sin. God came to be with us. The God of heaven, Emmanuel, came into this world in order to die for us. You see, the goal of Christmas, the reason God came, the reason Jesus was born, the goal of Christmas is Easter. Jesus came in the flesh. He came as a human being in order that he might grow up through life, live the perfect life, and then lay down that life on the cross in our place so that we might be forgiven. And that's why Christmas is good news. That's why Christmas brings great joy. And that's why Christmas is for all people. Because we're all sinners. And we all need saving from the mess that we've made of our own lives, of our relationships, and even of this world. If you remember, the angel brought a similar message to the shepherds on the hillside on that night that Jesus was born today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And do you remember what happens next in verse 12 through to 14? Well, heaven can't contain itself. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. The angels cannot contain their joy. Can you imagine the scene? The sky filled with noise and sound and light and joy because the Savior of this world had been born. And I guess the question for you this evening is what are you going to do with Jesus this Christmas? Maybe you've heard the the story of Thelma Howard. Uh, She was an American maid who worked for the great Walt Disney. And every Christmas she received a little bit of paper and an envelope from her employer but she never opened them they stacked up underneath her bed and when Thelma died her her relatives went through her belongings and they opened these documents and realized that they were shares in the Disney Corporation worth a staggering 30 billion dollars but she missed out on the whole lot because she never opened the presents God's gift to you this Christmas of Jesus Christ His gift to you, God gave. 
and he gave his only son. And it is a gift that surpasses any amount of money you can ever imagine. Jesus came into this world, God's promised king. He came as Emmanuel, God with us. And he came to be our savior, to bring us back into a relationship with God himself and to give us life and life everlasting in heaven. The question for you is, what are you going to do with Jesus? Are you going to open that gift? Are you going to embrace the gift of Jesus Christ who came down to this world for us? Well, as you ask yourself that question, will I open the gift of Jesus this Christmas? Let's watch the video as you think about that question. I hope you've enjoyed your time with us this evening. Refreshments are going to be served out through the hall shortly, so do, do stick around, enjoy the refreshments, and enjoy conversation uh, as well with each other. Just a reminder as well that we'll be gathering here uh, again tomorrow for our Christmas Day service at uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. But let me pray for us as we finish um, our service together. Father in heaven, we thank you for the indescribable gift Thank you for the gift that you gave to us on that first Christmas, the gift of yourself, your own son. Father, thank you that he came as the, as the Messiah, the promised king, the king that the world was waiting for. Thank you that he came as Emmanuel, the fullness of God in human form. And thank you that he came as our savior. Father, I pray for each of us in this room and As we pray for ourselves, so we pray for our friends and family outside of this room. Lord, how we pray that each of us would accept, would take hold of, would embrace the gift of Jesus Christ that we too might know a joy that surpasses any other and a joy that will last for all of eternity. So please bless the rest of our time together, our evening as we head home. And please bless tomorrow as well. May it all be for your glory, we pray. Amen. Amen.